Fumi is back for the next Hack City Comedy. Both he and yours truly, that's Mike Nguyen, are doing our half-hour-long sets. Can we do it? Come find out. It's happening August 12th, 7.30 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Tickets available in the episode description at asiannotasianpod.com or just Google Hack City Comedy. See you there. I just want to add one thing for all y'all listening who are maybe about to take the SATs. (laughs) Yo, don't worry about your SAT scores, yo. (laughs) Just worry about your credit scores, all right? And welcome to Asian Not Asian, the podcast uh, where really cool, uh, well-adjusted Asian people um, <laughs> don't make jokes at all at their own expense. We never do that. Right, Jenny? No, I'm so confident and I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that that made me feel funny in my stomach. So, uh, yes, welcome to the Asian Not Asian podcast. My name uh, is Mike Nguyen. I'm Jenny Arimoto. And it is a beautiful day, a, a warm July in New York City. We're coming at you from Canal Street Market. Uh, and um, we're here to have a lot of fun. Very quickly before we start the podcast, if you are listening to this on your iPhone, take a screenshot of your phone, post it on Instagram, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, and if you're on Spotify, go ahead and hit follow so you can always stay up to date with the latest episodes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you know what? Do you, okay? I'm not going to even tell you what to do on YouTube because you know what to do on YouTube, <laughs> all right? You're, you've are you been doing this since you were just nay high on your, your father's lap. And uh, you were watching YouTube because he didn't want to play with you. So you know what to do on YouTube. Um <laughs> Nay high. Nay, says nay high, lassie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is great. We're we're also going to do uh, a quick Patreon shout out. We haven't done that in just a minute. We've, yeah, but we've been backing up. So uh, we we want to do uh, that. And uh, Patreon for if you guys are curious is the best way to support the podcast. Um, you can um, you know uh, g- give us any kind of donation there, and uh, and then we can use that for all sorts all sorts of stuff. Let me tell you this, okay? Because we haven't been pushing Patreon in a while. Oh, yeah. But now I want to do this Patreon where um, if we get if we can get a few more subscribers, uh, Jenny and I, we're going to Red Lobster. We're going to Red Lobster. We're going to Red Lobster. My first time. I've never been. You know, right. That's why we're going. You've never been. Yeah. And... As you all know, to, to go to Red Lobster, you need thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's expensive. So expensive. These days. Those Cheddar Bay biscuits are insane. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we can get enough, if we can get a few more subscribers, uh, we're going to go to Red Lobster. We're going to be posting that content onto uh, Patreon, uh, and we're going to be doing all sorts of fun stuff on there. Um, and you can check this, check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com/AsianNotAsianPod. Uh, and one other fun thing we do is if you donate to the um, podcast, if you come up, become a patron. Then uh, we will shout you out on the podcast, and then guess your ethnicity based on your name alone. And, um, and we're incredibly good at it. We're so good at it that it has become our full time jobs. Yeah, that is what's taking up a lot of time. So much time. Oh my gosh, just names coming in and us <laughs> guessing, and we got to file an expense report related to it, right? Yeah, it's so much paperwork actually. <laughs> it's, it's a surprising a amount lot, of paperwork. Yeah. 
for this. I had no idea. <laughs> I don't. You don't know until you start getting into the name guessing business. I thought when I got into the name guessing business, that it was just gonna be fun and games, and we're yeah. gonna be like, oh, what's that? You know, well, this guy's Mexican Chinese. Yeah. But no, it's mainly uh, uh, PDFs. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of PDFs, lots of decks. Craziness. Okay, that's good. So <laughs> let's do this. Uh, this uh, we got we got one here today. Kyle Chang. <laughs> A, I would say a classic name. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, Kyle Chang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I, Wait, see, now we have our little we have our little age gap showing here. I think you don't think Kyle Chang is a normal name. I feel like I'm I not saying up, it's. Yeah. Go ahead. I okay. I I'm thinking that this person is Chinese, and they were a nerd in high school, but they are so cool now. Whoa. Like they freaking. They had the glow up. Yeah, they had the huge glow up. They are like. They have like a cool beard. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like really cool. And um, they, I don't know, they like everyone, all of a sudden everyone's like at the 10 year high school reunion. They're like, wait, Kyle's so hot. Dude, who's that guy over there? Dude, yeah. Is that... like, I forgot his name, but the, oh I think God, his name was Kyle. Kyle and he's That's really not hot fucking Kyle. Kyle? Yeah. Kyle the nose chain? Yeah. <laughs> is that, that's not him. Yeah, that's exactly. That's oh him. God. Yeah. Okay. All right, I like that. He is a glow-up Chinese dude. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I like. Uh, coming at you out of Palo Alto High School. <gasps> Pally. They call it Pally. Is that what they call it? And that's like local. Yeah, I used to swim there. No, you didn't. Yeah, Palo Alto High School, Pally. Pally. Was it a really nice pool? Yeah, really nice. I can imagine. So nice. It's like an apple pool. It's just like Olympic-style, like gorgeous, wealthy people right. pool. Yeah. Is it is it an Olympic-sized pool? I it's like a 50 meter, you know what I'm saying? 50 meter been. long pool. It might have been. There are a, there are a couple down near that area that are uh, at high school pools that are for like Olympics size. Holy fucking shit, Kyle! God, I didn't know you had that kind I of didn't money. No, Kyle, you were destined to be hot. You have money. This is what could happen to you if you get on. If you get become a patron, we give you a shout out and we will give you an immense backstory. <laughs> okay, you are a, you are a weird looking middle schooler. Now you're hot. Yeah. You used to swim, you know, and um. Now you're rich too. You yeah. see, see this? See this? Every congrats, Kyle. Get on there and get, again. Go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod. Um, this white guy's looking at us and it's freaking me out. Okay, so <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, we're gonna start off the show finally uh, by asking each other what uh, kind of Asian you were this week. Jenny, what kind? I was gonna say, why don't you, you go, go first? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. What uh, kind of Asian this, were you? This uh, this uh, uh, week, I was a patriotic Asian. Patriotic uh -oh. Asian. Uh -oh. <laughs> In this economy, Mike? That's disgusting. In this economy? Are you kidding me? With the way inflation's going? Yeah. This kind of a... Yeah, I was out and uh, I was uh, I was out of uh, out of New York City and I was in the small town and they had a 4th of July uh, thing. They had a 4th of July celebration. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, of course there is... Their 4th of fucking July is now a, like a... Uh, I'm, I'm referring to the, the terrible things that happened uh, over that weekend. But, you know, before I was aware of all that, you know, I, I, I was I was at this Fourth of July mm -hmm. and I definitely feel like, I don't know, if you if if you're if you're at a Fourth of July and you're not like putting everything into context, mm -hmm. you, it, if it's a weird holiday now, I think it used to be of like, oh, fireworks. Ha, ha, ha. But now it's it's it feels different. Yeah. And on top of that, this little town I was in, I would say politically was actually very mixed mm -hmm. uh but there was one trump supporter guy and i knew that this town w did have that mm -hmm. 
and it was I was just sort of reflecting on it. And you know, Trump supporter dudes because he had a truck and he had the big flag on it. Uh huh. And I always wonder why you never see, uh, you know, a Nissan Sentra with a big Trump supporter flag. Probably because it would slow him down too much. <laughs> he wouldn't get good gas mileage. Yeah. Or you never see one of these big raised trucks with a flag, like a big old flag. It's always like a Trump flag or like, you know, like, don't tread on me. Right. Well, you never see like a big flag of Beyonce. You right. You know what I'm saying? Get a personality is what I'm saying. <laughs> and it just felt, you know, it was, it was, it was that kind of thing. But you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm an American too. And I get to you know talk about america the way i want to talk about it. it's not just about big flags and race trucks mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. it's also about you know wearing neckties with shorts that's me yeah okay <laughs> that that's, that's my vibe <laughs> and i'm going to represent that's what america is about okay so i am uh i was a patriotic american um asian today this week okay yeah interesting jenny. yeah jenny what, what what about you i was going to talk about fourth of july but i'm going to actually talk about i just remembered how I hung, I was a, I was a masquerade Gen Z Asian. Mm. That basically means I hung out with two Gen Z people, okay. friends of the pod, um, Emma Choi. Oh, Emma. And Sabrina Wu. Wow. We went to go get dinner and. Uh, Can I say very quickly that whenever I see like stories of stuff like that, you know, I'm just like, I have one of those things where I'm proud of y'all. <laughs> Because I just love seeing community. Oh, yeah. You know? But yeah. I'm also like, you know, dang, I'm, I wish I could have some of those dumplings. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> a little sad like you guys are sharing. Were you jealous? Dumplings. I don't want to say, saw. I wanted to say jealous, but I was just like, you know, it was like, it was like bittersweet. You yeah. Know? That's what totally. I was Totally. I have FOMO all the time. Yeah. But my, and it was very fun, but my takeaway is both of them are very young. They yeah. are like either have just graduated or about to graduate from college. And let me just say, I am I'm firmly millennial and I am really impressed with the this generation. And maybe this is a maybe this is not true. I'm, I'm just talking to two very adult, mature, sure. like confident yeah. people. But just talking to them, I'm like they are so aware of who they are. Yeah. And like what what they want yeah. in a way that I did not have and I still might not have nope. um, at my age yep. where I was like, is this just a Gen Z thing where like people maybe because of the Internet and you just see more things like I feel like I didn't have my coming to of who I was until my late 20s. Yeah. And both of them are like early 20s right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And like crushing the game and yeah. just so funny and You're so funny. Kind. And just like going places, yeah. I was actually like really inspired by them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, there, I was also kind of jealous. Like I wish I had a better sense of self at that age. Like I didn't start comedy until 25, 26. Right. Um, and I, so I wish I had like, I wish I knew myself so I could have done it earlier. Yes. And like been in that community earlier. I don't know. I just had a moment where I was like, this is very cool. I wonder if this is a Gen Z thing or just a them two thing. I think it's probably both. But I do think there is something to it because... I remember, you know, I'm 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 more like an exilennial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so whenever those like think pieces that used to come out about like how millennials are ruining the uh, brunch industry or where the fuck right. it is, like, oh, we're We've spending too much on avocado. Yeah. Like, I feel the tone for those kind of think pieces with millennials was very, um, look at these lazy kids who are not doing the thing. Right. right. And there was a lot of shit talking about millennials. Yeah. Which, hey, sure. Yeah, we suck. I don't mm -hmm. know. But I don't see the same those same headlines for Gen Z. Yeah, I see Gen Z headlines as like they're marching, they're pissed, 
Yeah. You know, they know they are going to have to deal with uh, all sorts of like really big things. Right. And, they're, and they're, they're very aware of it very soon. Yeah. And I yeah. think there was a level of for millennials optimism in that, like, if you do the mm. right things, if you go to school, yeah. if you go into debt, it's fine. I'll pay off. Yeah. And the pendulum swings to the other side for the next generation, which is like more um, somewhat negative, but maybe more realistic. A little view more of pragmatic, the world. I think. Yeah. I Where agree. you like are just more aware, whereas yeah. we were like, we, you know starry-eyed like yeah yeah, yeah. Are, oh, we can no, change the world we're gonna change the world and we're gonna like live in our vet camper vans yeah and, and, <laughs> you know what i'm saying exactly we're, we love traveling and avocados yeah but, so. yeah i don't know i don't know to see to meet people who are 10 years younger than you so self-assured and like so funny something about that is both you know stokes a lot of jealousy in me but also inspires me i i am a little jealous i i remember one time somebody i, I just had this weird like memory like pop up over a little while ago where somebody was like, uh, somebody had asked me in college, what was like, what, what would be like the greatest job you'd ever have? And I remember saying, oh, I would love to work right for The Simpsons. Yeah. I, I remember that. I was like, oh, it'd be really cool. But I immediately like just shelved that away. Yeah. And, it, and, and I was at the age where I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor already, but I just wasn't like one of those things. It was like, oh, why not just say I'm going to become a astronaut ballerina? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's so impossible. It's, so impo it's just so like it's crazy. It's thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas I think now they have more of those options. Yeah. And so they're going to be... Yeah. Yeah. I think going to be. I'm excited to see what happens. I know. You know, although I am jealous of them. <laughs> Mostly I'm jealous. You know who else I'm jealous of? Who? Our next guest. Wow. Our guest. Look at that smoothness. An incredible smoothness. transition. The smoothness of this transition. That's what I do, baby. Wow. The smoothness I, I didn't know of that this. You were jealous. <laughs> That's what we'll be getting into today. Yeah, we'll be getting to it. So uh, our guest uh, today is a content creator. Renaissance businessman is how I'm going to describe it. Wow. Also, guy from Queens, I think, is a big <laughs> one. All right, give it up right now uh, for Jakey Cho. Yo, what's, what's going up? on? What's up? Thank how you, you doing? for having me. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, I think you guys were having an amazing conversation just well, before you? you introduced. Well, I want you to up uh, in this Introduce me, yeah. I want, you this, I want you in this. I mean, I, I felt like the fact that you said about gen z having so much more self-awareness i agree with that mm -hmm. but i also feel like millennials had to crawl so gen z could walk Whoa. You know i agree saying? with that yeah, right because yeah. like we had to like get those shitty think pieces we yeah. had to bear with all of that we had to figure out like yo going to college doesn't really help right <laughs> you yo, know yeah for gen z <laughs> to be like okay cool like according to the theories that the millennials have already done right. And based on these hypotheses, like, yo, Where did like, that we figure this shit out now. Yeah. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I f uh, do, do you got, because uh, you do a lot of content stuff. Are you, are you doing a lot of interacting with Gen Z? Are you, are you noticing some of those It's funny trends? that you mentioned that they're way more self-aware yeah. in terms of um, their presence and their um, how they represent themselves on social media. Mm -hmm. I think another way to put it is that I feel like Gen Z all have burner accounts. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like multiple burner accounts. Right. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like so just smarter at exactly. Online. So like they would just kind of like comment, like whatever hateful comments that they want to drop, they use their burner accounts. <laughs> so like I might get like a hundred positive comments, and out of a hundred, I might get two negative comments. Yeah, right? yeah it's yeah. usually the same shit. It's like yo, you eat cats and dogs, or like oh, wow. yo, wow. your accent is not real. Whatever, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Which I'm fine with at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, alright, cool. Like 
because and I usually always want to engage these people. So yeah, I like I think like that's my instinct too. Yeah, I think the uh, social media version of of like yo let me let me yo let me yo yo come outside real quick. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like yo let's let's shoot a fair one. Is yo let's go live right now. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? So I've offered the invitation to wow. multiple people, and I sometimes even call them on the Instagram. No, phone. you don't. Are you serious? I just call them. I follow them, and I just keep calling them. Wow. And they never come outside. Oh man! You know Look at that. <laughs> so it's like, Thank you, man. Yeah, You're such I've never a... seen any of these guys come outside. And then um, I would love it if it was just like these a, are all yeah. like burner accounts. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I don't. Maybe they're Gen Z. Maybe they're Gen X. Maybe right. they're Boomers. You know, I don't know. Like right. I have no idea who they are. But I think they're way more savvy. Just, right. You're such just a, that alone. You know yeah. what I mean? You're such. A, that's such a queen's approach to doing social media. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You turned like social media into like rolling up on someone at a parking lot. <laughs> just like it was good, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I just want to have a conversation. I feel like I feel like I feel like the most threatening thing I've ever heard anyone misunderstandings, you know. So we just want to resolve the situation. No, I know. Yeah. Totally. Let's, let me just tell you something, Jakey. If you came up to me you're like, "Hey, man, I just want to have a conversation," I would shit my pants and I would run away because I know you're gonna beat the shit out of me. I'm not. I'm not a violent person. You know what I mean? That's uh, what a violent person would I'm, say. I'm a student of Buddha. You know what I mean? Uh, um, well, welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you for having me. One thing uh, we like to do is just to get people caught up. You've been on the show before. Yes, and when, I would like to first give you and Jenny, um, I've never met you before, but no. you guys, your flowers, because you guys been holding this podcast down now for what, how many years? Like four years? Goddamn, probably. Yeah, yeah four or five years, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, we started, I mean, I had a podcast yeah. in the past mm -hmm. as well with a another wonderful female host from California as oh, well. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but it didn't last as long as, you know, Asian, <laughs> not Asian, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, yeah, we, you know, and, it was quite tumultuous. So. And also you guys have uh, amazing guests. You oh, guys you. have consistent views. Now you guys have a community advocating for you guys and you're still holding it down despite well, the fact you. that you replace one Japanese person <laughs> yeah. with another Japanese person. Yeah. I defied you know him saying? physically for yes, that. Yes, yeah, you did. <laughs> and I won. Yeah. You know what I mean? One so, day Jenny um, will replace me with another Southeast, maybe a Cambodian dude. Sure. Maybe yeah. a Cambo. Yeah. yeah. Cambo, who can hook it up? Yeah, I'll find one. I just want to say, man, you know, uh, what you guys have built is amazing. Well, and I want to give you all the props. Damn. Oh. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Also, a very Queen's thing for you to do. It's <laughs> like the opposite of meet me outside is is to giving me props. So I, I, so I, I could see you outside after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trap. Uh, well, for our guests who don't really know, we like to give uh, our guests a minute to talk about what themselves, what they're all about. You can oh, say man. whatever you want for this minute. The only thing is you got a whole minute. You got to use the whole minute. <laughs> yeah. But I think you would be really good at this. I feel oh, this is like man. something this, you do all the time. Yeah. So I'm going to sit, uh, I'm going to get you going on this Casio Illuminator that I bought on Amazon. And I'm going to give you a minute and time starts now. And even this is amazing that you guys have all these like multi-segments within the show. <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, I like to say, uh, yeah, my name is Jakey Cho. I'm from Queens, New York, uh, ethnically Korean. Um, but I was raised in China for a few years oh. and then I um, landed in the planet of Queens, the galaxy of Queens, mm -hmm. where um, it shaped my adolescent years as well as my adulthood. Uh, I've worked as a magazine editor. I've made a documentary, uh, feature documentary. Uh, I co-own a sneaker boutique and now I work full time as a content creator traveling the world, focusing on content, commerce, and culture. 
Wow. That's wow. kind of like my short elevator pitch if I ever see a suit. It's like, yo, content, commerce, and culture. <laughs> oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah. Very cool. And um, yeah, my government is J. Cho. My social media handles are all J. Cho. And that is it. I don't know if that wow, touched a minute. Wow, you crushed it. Wow. Yeah. wow. Like, you crushed it. You didn't like panic at any moment almost everyone panics oh, at a certain right? point everyone panics maybe i just love myself too much you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no but that's i think this is the welcome to the jq experience mm. which mm. i think is you're you you kind of like you're you're like a hustler and you got but you got like everything in order you know like you just said with your if i ever see a suit you know this is my thing i'm gonna say this, this right right this. right i know you i know you man you know what i'm saying you're ready with you're you're ready with the powerpoint presentation mm. all right I, I you know you know you want to you need you need to ask an investor for some money i'm gonna i'm gonna you drop down with all your different credits you know i love it i, I try man i try I try to keep the credit score high you know <laughs> uh well thanks for coming on the show uh you know I, I knew and I was I was telling Jenny that mm -hmm. you're like multifaceted, talented dude. I just want to add one thing for okay. all y'all listening who are maybe about to take the SATs. <laughs> yo, don't worry about your SAT score, Joe. <laughs> just worry about your credit scores, all right? You know what I'm saying? You don't need to That's get that great. 800 on the reading or the math on the SATs, yo. Just make sure your credit score is above 800. <laughs> yo, dang, yeah. that is so true. Yes, I, but sorry to interrupt. No, I wish they had credit score on the SAT. That I, would be. I wish. Uh, yeah, I hope so that too. That would be fire. Yeah, I feel like yeah. If you kind of start, I, I wish all Asian parents start off their kids with a credit card when they're toddlers. Yes. So yeah. by the time they hit high school, there's already like 805. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. ready. I I I um well, I got a nephew and he's like 13 and he's um he's at the age where he's really getting into sneakers. Mm. So and it's cute and and it's cool and I have to say that I probably had more to do with that than anyone else. <laughs> so and I'm like giving him like some of my old like Supreme stuff. Yeah. But what I really want to do is I want to sit him down and talk to him about retirement. I want to be like, yo, <laughs> if you can start, you know, th right now they uh this is a good time to invest. You know, just in just a, just in a good, you know, uh, 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 like a you know, S&P style kind of like big fund. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to sit him and talk about it, but I, I, I need to find a way to make it like cool because he's really into Jordan right now. And it's, it's like hard to get a kid to focus on something like yeah. that. So just tell him like, yo, instead of buying Jordans, go buy Nike stocks. Yeah. Yo, here you go. That's a good way to do it. I was That's like, I'm 30. If you had that talk with me now, I wouldn't be able to pay attention. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm so bored. But I think it's also just depends on the individual. Yeah. 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 That's very true. Yeah. Wait, so now you're you're a, uh, uh, you know, before you were, you were doing a lot of stuff and you had the, this podcast. That's how we sort of met. And, you know, I've, I've, I've followed you for a long time and I feel you've always put out content and I don't know exactly when you made the jump, but now you're a full-time content creator. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I started making more content on a regular basis during the pandemic um, and luck would have it, TikTok was a relatively new app. Mm -hmm. And I think when I first hopped on the app, it was still like first inning in America. Sure. Yeah. The Chinese version Douyin has been around for way longer, but right. In 2020, I think it was still first inning. And like a lot of things, first inning, you have less competition. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I was just making cooking content for fun. Yes, that's mm -hmm. right. That's yeah. right. But uh, at the time on the app, there weren't that many like professional cooks. Right. So even myself, who was a hobbyist, me whipping up a recipe was getting a lot of uh, traction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the algorithm was rewarding me with a lot of followers and views. Yep. So that kind of um, was the first 
uh yeah it was like the first impact yeah you know what I'm yeah saying? and then um but the algorithm on tiktok is so tricky yeah, yeah and they're very finicky and they're very specific mm -hmm. if anything is the perfect app in the sense of providing the content that the viewers want it's almost like yeah. a tournament they, yeah. You, yeah you you put up a content they feed it to a hundred person yeah. And if 10 people share it, they feed it to another thousand people. Yeah. And then they, if it keeps 100 going. people, yeah, right. exactly. So that's how it works. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, initially I was getting on a good wave. And then as soon as like the BLM stuff started popping off and, you know, I had my piece to say, my yeah, elbow yeah. started to get a little, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It, it started yep. to have a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of a, uh, it started wasn't working as it did like right. maybe when i was just making food videos right. right but then so from there you know at what point were you like oh man you know i'm gonna sort of start doing this because like i feel it's in your wheelhouse because you were i always you know you're like a media person you know you you made a documentary you did all these things but to do yeah feel content creation is it makes sense for you i feel and but but to make that jump i think is always like kind of a that's it's a big shift i feel mm -hmm. you know like yeah um I think the uh, the impetus where the moment that I felt like, yeah, I want to do this full time is when I started working with this uh, my business partner. Now, his name is uh, Brian Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, he comes from the YouTube world okay. as a behind the scenes guy. So mm -hmm. he's used to manage Dumbfounded, yep. Anderson okay. Pack. Um, he worked for a company called Maker Studio yep. that yeah. eventually got acquired by Disney. Yeah. And uh, he comes from a media background and, you know, he has like the executive brain, but also he has the brain of content, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. he was just kind of giving me advice, like, yo, this is what you should do. And uh, we started talking more and more. We started building a rapport during the pandemic, just wow. on, on the phone, like yeah, just yeah. hopping mm -hmm. on weekly calls. And, um, you know, he was just like, yo, I think you should do this full time, dog. Damn, and, wow. um, and it kind of like triggered something in me because I think um, everything that I've done thus far, like a lot of these projects that I've done, I was very hands on. But a lot of times I was more sort of behind the scenes guy in yeah. a lot of these situations, whether it's a store, yeah, or yeah. Movie, yeah. whatever it may be. And I think there was always an inner desire for me to kind of really anchor the ship the way that I want to. Sure. Or, or, Kind of so, step in front of the camera a little bit there. Yeah, but also like really just doing everything that is in the benefit and interest of me. Yeah. Instead okay. of rather for rather for somebody yeah, else. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um so and I thought like, okay, this is like something that I could do where every minute that I put out that I that I invest in, it has a direct impact on, you know, what I do. Yeah. Right. So and uh yeah, so I just thought that it was a great opportunity and you know, I didn't have any sort of reservation about doing it. So it was like, all right, boom, you know Damn. what I'm saying? Like, we, we got to go. So, yeah, so I start, I decided to go full-time with this this year, actually. That's January amazing. of 2022. That's crazy. Wow. So it's been about seven months now. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, how's it been? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's luckily I was able to work with some great brands that's keeping the lights on. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, You know, paying rent on time. Amazing. Uh -huh. Um, But, yeah, there are definitely challenges because... You know, you're going from collecting a steady check from multiple yeah. sources because uh, I also had like a little agency that I was consulting yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. But to, you know, like you're reinvesting everything you make into building the business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I have, 
two very strong staff members. I wouldn't say staff, they're more so my colleagues, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah people yeah. that I that are on the team that's yeah. working with us now and yeah, like all those investments, you know, like I I've been traveling a lot and all of that yeah. is coming out of my own pocket. Right. Um so yeah, it's a it's a lot, but you know, I feel very uh, fulfilled on yeah, uh, and everything I'm doing. So Oh, good. Yeah, is there um you know, it, uh, you know, I know you've only been doing, you know, full-time quote-unquote for you know, since the beginning of the year, but um anything like real surprising that you because I, I feel whenever you do something like this, you have an idea of what it's going to be like, but then once you start doing it, you find out it's actually something else. You know, like if you like if you were like I feel I hear a lot of times from chefs like you think it's going to be about cooking, but really it's about washing dishes. You know, it's like stuff like that, right? That's where, a good point. You know, yeah, like is there so is there anything like where you're like, damn, I'm doing a lot more of this than I thought than this, or or anything like kind of surprising in in this journey? I mean, everything's kind of surprising, but um. Luckily, I haven't found many surprises. Yeah. Um, but if anything, now that I'm doing this full time, I have to be way more strict on myself about guarding uh, my time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, because every minute that I spend has a direct impact oh, on shit. what's going to happen to right. me next month. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So as a result, like, if a, if a if a friend wants to go out or yeah. if like yeah. and a, a a brand wants me to come out to an event um i have to be very selective yeah. and that's not necessarily because i feel like i'm above other people no, or sure. i'm trying to be i'm trying to distance myself yeah. from people it's really allocation of time has become like the biggest concern for yeah. me yeah you know what of i mean cuz also like i'm not 22 anymore yeah like I can't be out two nights in a row <laughs> yeah. and then have the same productivity no, on yeah. the third These day. will be all weird, yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. like my gut is getting yeah. larger, <laughs> the waist size and the suits are not fitting the same. So I have to allocate time to hit the gym. Yeah. My yeah. jawline is disappearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Jawline's very important. Yeah, as jawline a is very, very important. Absolutely, so that's why yeah. I, like, I got the facial hair because this is like the cheap plastic surgery for men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, it's a lot of those type of um, thoughts. As a comedian, it's you kind of you turn your life into jokes, right? Like you, your experiences into jokes. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm doing stuff, I'm like, oh, I can turn all these different things into content, like you know. And sometimes I'm like, you know, do I want to do that? You know, for example, I don't really have photos of my son on Instagram or anything like that. But and partially, it's like that's just my own thing. Not if you, yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But it, I could very easily be like, man, there's so much stuff happening that I could turn into content. But I, I don't, I don't want to go down that route. But are you? Do you find it sometimes where you're out, you're doing something, and you're like, oh, I could, I could turn this into content, you know? But, but then there's like another part of you that's like, well, do I want to do that? I, I don't know if you ever kind of walk I, I through that. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I. It's definitely the former for me. Mm. Like everything I see, this yeah. is content. Yeah. Sure. You know, because I, I feel like sometimes I feel like Jim Carrey in the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you, you go. I'm saying it's <laughs> yeah. just like, and I feel like a lot of content creators, influencers, YouTubers, they kind of go through the same sure. thing, right? Yeah. It's just you're basically putting your whole life out there. And yeah. like, at what extent do you shave certain things off? You keep certain things behind yeah. a closet? Like, yeah. you know, to what extent do you put everything out there? Right. Yeah. And for me, um, I've always been 
sometimes to uh, not for my benefit i've been a pretty open book about mm-hmm. everything yeah you know so i don't think that has really stopped me from um, you know but there are people around me that might not want to be part of my narrative yeah sure. you know whether sure. it's my girlfriend my family and i have to respect their agency yeah, yeah. right so i try to tread that line carefully when it comes down to involving other people yeah. you know that i need to get their consent yeah but when yeah. it comes down to like everything about me right yeah. yeah like every experience that i see every everything that i do i try to convert that into content because right. you know time is money yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 absolutely do you ever get tired is there ever a time when you're like i just want to take like a two-week break i do uh, i felt that in january this year yeah because uh i think in january that was like when i was the most productive of pumping out videos because mm-hmm. that was the month when i was like i i just started this yeah, yeah, and yeah. i gotta like i gotta hit it gotta, off gotta, right? I yeah. hit it off so during that month yeah i, I was just home making videos all day yeah and, um i would reply to every comment yeah wow. you know literally like if i get a thousand comments i try to reply to every comment oh wow. shit and the reason why i do that is because Meet me outside for each one <laughs> <laughs> copy and paste <laughs> fighting everybody <laughs> And, and the You're reason just calling why, each yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> My phone bill is crazy. <laughs> That's how I know you watch, because you said your phone bill. I, know. And I was like, Yo, we on Wi-Fi, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, nah, but, uh, you know, and and so, yeah, I, I was spent significant amount of time dedicating my life and, you know, everything into this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it did kind of made me not want to look at my phone yeah you know I mean? yeah it does burn you out yeah um and that's when i was like okay cool i need to actually create some sort of a structure because right with this type of now it's definitely an occupation right yeah. now there's actual like uh fintech companies that are trying to invest into this market because they feel like in five to ten years like your grandma your yeah, grandson yeah, yeah. your nephew they're all going to be content creators well it's sure. actually going to be a booming economy of its own sort so um, but yeah, I think if you know this wave of early adopters, they need to figure out a way that they're structured to this. You know yeah, because I mean? sure. this is like a type of job where you could literally be working all yeah. the time, all the time. Right, yeah. right, exactly, exactly. And sun up to sundown. As soon as you open your eyes, you're on your phone. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. taking a shit. You're making comments. You <laughs> right. know, like yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. see like the TikToks that are like. You know, I switched to freelance because I wanted more freedom. But then you realize once you switch, you actually you have to work more. Now you're working, yeah. Because like everything could be more work. Right. Like you could be doing more things and making more more money. Exactly. So it's actually like sometimes more stressful. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Way more stressful. If you're if anything, you're like doing way more work. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, um, you know, is there anything that you're finding that's really, you know, because you're talking about the algorithm kind of shifting all the time. So are you are you finding that you know, one of the things I really liked you did was about the Korean stone beds. Mm. That was amazing. Thank <laughs> I you. Yeah. thought it was so cool. It was just like informative and it was fun. And, uh, you know, that it was just like a cool thing. Uh, are you are you finding that like, you also have like um, uh, like kind of this whole thing with Righteous Eats, which is well, tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so regarding Righteous Eats uh, during the pandemic, I started making content about cooking, mm-hmm. but as I mentioned, I'm not a professionally trained cook. And by the time some a lot of these professionally trained cooks where restaurant tours got on the app, I just knew like, 
Yeah. One, it was never my place to be an authoritative voice yeah, sure. mm-hmm. in the art of cooking. And two, like, there's only finite of recipes that I know as yeah, a right. hobbyist, yeah, right? Yeah. So I just knew it was like, okay, like, I can't be keep making this type of content. Mm-hmm. So what I, but I'm an, I've always been an appreciator of the cultural diversity that Queens has, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result of growing up in that environment, I've, I was, I would say that I was exposed to a wider palette of food um, earlier than, or not even earlier, but more so than a lot of people, um, you know, like could. Yeah. Just because like, it's not like in California where you actually got to drive to like, you know, certain areas to try certain things. Like, you know, like if you don't want to get stuck in the one hour LA traffic Mm -hmm. from Koreatown to, I don't know, like. Culver City, like mm-hmm. you're just gonna stay in Koreatown. Whereas, mm-hmm. like in New York, like you yeah. know, everybody has to take the subway, so yeah. you are gonna smell that rotisserie chicken when yeah. you are like yeah. passing right. by 103rd Street and Corona and yeah. on the seven train. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah, like I've and I've always had like an inquisitive personality, so I tried a lot of food. And what I've realized during the pandemic is that a lot of these eateries, uh, one, they weren't getting government funding. Mm-hmm. You know, the government was writing checks left and right for sure. all these uh, restaurants that were getting impacted that had a clean book. Uh, a lot of these eateries, unfortunately, they don't because mm-hmm. they're immigrant owned and operated. Some right. of them might not have paperwork. Their staff might yeah. be getting paid under the table. So for whatever reason, um, they weren't getting the government support. Sure. And two, media wasn't necessarily showing them a lot of support yeah. either. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, a lot of these major food publications the editors are based in the more high foot traffic areas where actually let me rephrase that they're based in areas that that they frequent which is in manhattan and yeah, parts of yeah. brooklyn yeah. right so a lot of these restaurants that i don't think they they already have like a corporate pr uh comps team were getting the type of looks that they yeah right you know that would that they were getting even before the pandemic so mm-hmm. i felt like you know people within the community had to step up to just kind of show love to some of these eateries so that's how righteous he started like i just paid a food out of my own pocket i reached out to these folks and just wanted to get access to the kitchen and just show them who they are and also i wasn't a huge fan of um let me rephrase that i didn't think it was in my position to just try the food Mm mm-hmm and comment on whether it was good or bad. Mm-hmm. That yeah, wasn't okay. in my position to do that, right? Because right? yeah. everybody says, you know, like yeah. liking something is subjective, right? Yeah. Right. Something that I like, you might hate it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, what I just wanted to do was just highlight the spots that I liked already, yep, mm-hmm. and that weren't getting the love that I felt like they deserved. Mm-hmm. And it was during the pandemic to help uplift them. So I wasn't going to go in there and say, yo, let me get a free bite yeah, so uh, I could like, yeah, yeah. put you on my blog. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> yeah. nah, let me just go in there, pay for the food, ask yeah. if the owners are around. Because another thing that I noticed is that a lot of these, uh, you know, first generation POC folks, whether it's because of the language barrier or whether it's the cultural barrier, they're not really put in front of the yeah, camera yeah. right yeah yeah you don't really hear to, from them you yeah, kind of right. hear like the food they do and then like, wow yeah. it's so good and then they move yeah, on right yeah. so i didn't i didn't want i didn't want it to just make it about the food and the spectacle of the food i wanted to make it about the people That's behind cool. the food so i started that off and um when luckily some of these brand checks started coming in i figured that 
yo, I can't keep running this by myself on my own channel. Yeah. Because also the way that social media works as a creator is that it's about value add. Yeah. So if you're doing food content one day and the next day you're yeah. doing some fashion shit, next day you're yeah. like making a dance video. Yeah. It's going to confuse people. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> and that's what I do too. Yeah. So I figured out, okay, cool. When it comes down to this highlighting restaurants and eateries, let me just start a separate channel. Gotcha. So yeah. we can just fully dedicate our time into that only. Yeah. And we have a great partner and colleague, uh, Rob. Uh, he's we started working together maybe about three months ago and um he's been helping to grow the channel um and he's a big foodie himself yeah, yeah, so yeah. uh yeah we just been working together on building that particular segment of you know yeah yeah so that's what i wanted to kind of close out the question i was uh, started like eight minutes ago i um <laughs> you know is there like stuff that you're finding okay this is like kind of a little bit more of the you know you got the food thing is there like another like niche area that you feel you can kind of dominate because i i think you're you're like a very you're like a very like i'm proud of being from queens and you're always kind of like repping queens and right. you're doing a lot of you're like showing a lot of queen stuff so right. like which i mean you know i've lived in new york for 12 years i don't know shit about queens you know mm -hmm. because i'm a fucking gentrifier so like <laughs> you know i wanna um you know do, do you find that that this is the kind of content that is working for you or is there you know other things yeah uh I mean, you got to start off with what you know best, right? Yeah. So I, I know the borough of Queens really well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I wanted to highlight it. And also it's part of my identity. Also, because it's a, it's, they say that in terms of um, per square feet, in terms of like cultural diversity and the amount of languages being spoken, yeah. Queens has the highest concentration of ethnic and cultural diversity yep. in the united states yep. mm -hmm. um and you know i come from that world and i've always considered myself a where at least i aspire to be a global citizen mm -hmm. you know what i mean not in the sense of like most def saying like yo i don't need a u.s passport <laughs> I mean, or yasin um let me rephrase that right, right correct right, that he, right. calls, he goes by yasin now. yeah yasin bay um so yeah like in that sense i i, I wanted to put that out there more um but like anything man like you gotta like there's you 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 evolve and you want to um transition into bigger and better things yeah and i think um because of my foundation comes from this very diverse place i want to see i mean queens is known as the world's borough yeah mm -hmm. you know it's most iconic uh, landmark is a is, is the Unisphere mm -hmm. in Flushing Meadow Park. It's literally an a, a, a iron globe yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a park. And yeah. if anybody who's seen Man in Black, maybe yeah. not your Gen Z listeners, because this movie came out in 98. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I need to rewatch it. It's yeah, good. This, this flying <laughs> disc actually crashes into it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, so, yeah, like, uh, with that as the foundation, as the basis, I felt it was only right that. You know, I, I should like go out to the world, go beyond New York City and check out different cultures and go. different places. So that's kind of where my focus is now. Um, and I want to kind of lean more into that as my niche. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I'm in the process of that. I like that. Mm -hmm. I I feel I can ask you because you, you seem very worldly and <laughs> you do know you're Korean. You know about food. And 
Which... Does that just come along together? You Korean, you definitely know about food. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes is that it like does. a prerequisite? I saw. I sometimes think that Korean people have an especially good attenuation with food. I, I think mm. because I actually think Korean food is very. It's. I'm I'm surely going to offend people, but I think Korean food, in my <laughs> opinion, is very complex. I it, think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but all food is complex. I, I don't think, think so. Yeah, all culture. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Some food is less well. I think there's more going on in right. Korean food. I'm going to put that down. Okay. I'm going to get some All haters. Right. I'm going to cancel you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you, um, you know, there's like several H marts in the area. Like right. Tri-Bur- the, the tri- Tri-State. Right. All, all city. H mart is all city. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which one is the best one? Because my wife and I, we, we for us to go, um, sometimes it's honestly easier for us to go to the one in Yonkers than the one in Queens because of like some weird traffic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you guys live? I live in Bed-Stuy. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I don't work for H-Mart. H-Mart no. has <laughs> never cut me a check. Um, but H-Mart, shout out. Yeah. You know, holla yeah. at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't write a book about me crying in your aisle. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm down to represent. Yeah. Um, this is an opportunity. This is a huge opportunity. But to, so where do you live again? Mike? I live in Bed-Stuy. You live in Bed-Stuy. Okay. So that's interesting that even though you live in Bed-Stuy, so you can't take the you can't take what is it uh uh Jackie Robinson and go to Flushing? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> uh, I yeah, uh, I mean the, 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 the times I've been Okay, so there's a there's an H Mart that's up uh Do you up, drive? I don't have a car. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I, that's the thing. So yeah. I don't have a car. Yeah. So I've I've been like a few times to one in Queens. I can't remember now which one. My but my friend drove me. Uh-huh. And then there's an H Mart that's in Yonkers that I will go to because it's on the way to visit some relatives i see and yeah. then there's also another one that's like kind of like in scarsdale area. right right and right i'll go to that yeah, one yeah. that's also i didn't neighbor. even know there's an h mart up top like, yeah yeah in that Dude, area for real yeah, yeah it's it's cool and um so there's so so many different ones and everybody always likes to talk about which one is the one you know i mean i don't know if you have like again one like i'm up. not an expert in all things h mart by mm-hmm. any means but um we could change that by if you were sponsored by h mart if i was yeah. sponsored by h mart <laughs> You'd have an answer. I, I, you know. If anything, if I was sponsored by H Mart, I would have to be fair for yeah. all H Marts. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. But um, you know, the murmurs within the Korean community has been <laughs> existing for the many, murmurs. many years before H okay. Mart became this national brand. Sure. There was yeah. some injection of heavy capital from various sources that Whoa. there's multiple gossips around wow you know wow. what i'm saying Shit. which i'm not gonna go into because wow, i don't want to documentary i don't want to get i don't, <laughs> don't want y'all to get hit with assistant uh, okay. cease and desist okay. you know what i'm saying but <laughs> okay. uh the og one of the og h marts from what i remember is in woodside okay yeah okay. it's in woodside yeah. queens yeah. and it's like it's almost like a, a small grocery store it's, it's the tiniest h mart out of probably all the h marts mm. now and is i it, believe uh, is it being renovated no i don't i don't know i haven't been okay. in a while okay. but it's uh so yeah so that one wow they don't that? even call go by h mart i think they just go by their their original name which is the korean word hanadam oh. yeah, so all h mart used to be called hanadam oh. and then to make it more palatable yeah. for a bigger audience they just call themselves h mart you know oh. what i'm saying but uh so that one they still go by hanadam and I believe that one is no longer affiliated with the family that's running the H Mart Empire. Oh now. shit! Wow. It's like the last blockbuster or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, you know? yeah. It's like I, I don't know. They might have you know big, uh, 
big money families have their issues. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, okay. So with that said, now I got to advocate for H Mart. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm yeah. talking a yeah. little, I'm no, dropping right. a no. lot of tea. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one that I would recommend if you do have a car yeah. and you do want to go on like some sort of a day trip yeah. is the one in uh, Richfield okay. in Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. so there's one. That one is probably the biggest one in the east coast mm. oh, wow. yeah so it has it's, it's it's within a big plaza yeah um you have multiple other options it's right next to a liquor store so you could stock oh, up oh, on yeah. all your soju you gotta have you gotta have the liquor store like, next to the they have let's rent a car and go to that one yeah Boom. So that, one is, that one is cool like they have like a little <laughs> they have a little like you know kitchenware section they have a variety of stuff that you could all you know you could basically pick up for your whole two month worth of groceries Wait, yeah. okay. whatever That's... needs you have and there's actually you you mentioned the, the stone bed right the heated sta- yes. stone bed uh there's actually uh an authorized dealer that's across the street from that H Mart. Is that so the one that you showcase? That's the one that I showcase. Yeah. Oh. So that whole little intersection has a little bit of little everything bit of, you need. I mean, I can. I mean, I could start a little village, dude. I can, I got the stone. I can. I can <laughs> what kind of car will I need? I need a. I need mad groceries. Basically, yeah. your Korean, your Korean American Sim City. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. I need. I need. We're so washed. Yeah. We're so like Sim City and shit. It's like, <laughs> they're like, yo, what the fuck what is the a Sim fuck City? is that? What the fuck yeah. is a is a is a is a man in black? Who the fuck is that? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much. I'm definitely gonna gonna going to check that out. This summer, give yourself a boost of confidence. COVID is still present, and we should continue to do our part to slow the spread and keep not only ourselves, but others healthy. The CDC recommends vaccines for everyone six months and older. COVID vaccines for those 12 and under are given in a lower, smaller dose for younger children. So go ahead and enjoy your summer. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Hashtag we can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is a tricky thing to talk about, personally as a man, as a dude, and I'm talking about my hair. Yes, I have hair, okay? I'm sensitive about it. I wanted to to find a treatment for hair growth that took into account my whole body. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Hey, In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvements in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men and entering the promo code Asian to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men promo code Asian. Uh, thank you for for coming on the show. We're going to switch gears just a little bit, and um, actually, do you want to talk about the Japan news? Thing? Yeah. Well, not much other than well, the prime minister, the yeah, old prime minister man. Abe, was shot. Yeah. And assassinated. Yes. Yeah. And I think we were like, we should probably talk about it. Yes. Um, it 
I don't know how you guys felt or went seeing the news. I'm Japanese, so yeah. when I I will say my, it was so shocking, yeah, just because shocking. like there are truly no guns in Japan. Yeah. So to hear that there was a assassination done by a gun was just felt a sawed off shotgun. Well, the, homemade, right? Yeah, the homemade. guy made yeah. his gun. Yeah. Exactly. So that's like what was. So it just felt unreal because it's like something you don't hear about. But then I like Plus I saw. Plus it was a Nara. Yeah, it's it just was all like across the board. Very small. Oh, was city. it like a little yeah. small yeah. town? They have deer there. You feed them. Have, it's beautiful. Does he have like bodyguards and shit? Yeah. Oh, he does. But I'm assuming like they. I'm. I don't know anything. This is just me guessing. But because guns are so not a problem, I don't think security is kind of dealt with in the same yeah. way in America, where you're sure. kind of constantly thinking about yeah. how you can get shot well i mean also i feel um you know he he's not in office right now right, right? Yeah. it was like but he's not security i think yeah i'm sure yeah. he's not yeah. security but i feel like that that was like the other thing um i i don't i don't know enough about this this person but it is like you know it's a it's assassin political assassinations yeah that's some like 1978 type shit that's the other i think maybe that's what it was like it's also you don't just especially in japan you don't hear yeah. that yeah. doesn't happen the last time i believe somebody in japan got assassinated was in the 60s right oh, oh shit. Wow. and it was no with a knife oh shit yeah it's yeah. usually knife violence it was with a knife right and um this korean dictator Park chung hee who reigned the country for about 16 years he got assassinated in the late 70s. Oh, shit. By his right hand man. Oh, Damn. Wow. Yeah, that See, that's was, what I'm that, talking that about. That was with a gun. That's and what I'm so, talking but, about. Like you mentioned, like in East Asia, like the concept of a political leader getting assassinated with a gun is such a foreign concept yeah. to yeah. us that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I heard that news, I almost couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then also, like the graphic image of him yes. laying there with blood gushing out. Yeah. yeah, that was also like a jarring image. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm, I've have 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 people been talking about? Oh, is this guy like the assassin? Is he like Japanese or whatever? Korean? Yeah, exactly. Have people been? Saying, yeah. Oh, really? I feel that would that could start spinning up. Isn't he Japanese? Yeah. I have no idea. The, the, the gentleman who um the alleged right assassin is of japanese descent yeah. and i believe he actually served in the imperial yes, army oh, shit. well yeah. actually no it's not right? the imperial army because SD. that's not the term that's not the, the that's japanese not the term army. yeah the defense defense yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense force. yeah the national right. defense force because japan they don't have an technically army. don't have, have an army yeah. Yeah, right yeah. exactly but abe was a proponent of reinstating an army oh yeah. Yeah, he was uh a relatively a right-leaning yeah, gentleman he's more who, right-leaning. Uh, didn't say a lot of kind stuff about some of its neighboring nations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dang. And, but the, also the longest serving. So that yeah. means that he was very popular with oh, the people. True, right, true, right. True, true. But yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. I don't, it feels like the things have been off. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just in the world. Just a little bit. Just kind of yeah. everything just a tiny is bit off. off. Yeah. So when I read that, I was like, well, this feels another thing, another thing that feels but very off. But I also off. feel like, the world has always been off. That's oh, true. Good point. You know it's just yeah. that we have so much more influx of information yeah. coming at us on yeah. a daily basis. Like, you know, people just get fed so much info on yeah, Twitter. Right. It's you know constant. What I'm it's from like, yo, rest in peace to James Conn. So right. Like, yeah. Paulie passed away. Yeah. And then Abe passed away to like, yo, did you see this funny TikTok video? Right, you know yeah. I mean? It's yeah. just like... Or like the person we're canceling today or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. The constant flow of information is just so much that I felt like we're being overwhelmed. 
I agree. Really and then also, I think maybe the exhaustion is that you have to have a POV on everything because you're getting all the information. Right. So, mm. like, you need to, like, when a tragedy or something happens, you have to have a stance. Yeah. You're expected to have a stance. And you know what? Sometimes I'm not on my phone. Like, sometimes I'm not looking at everything. Exactly. I don't know a lot about like, it. I didn't things. listen to Juice World's music that much. So yeah. I didn't really <laughs> have an opinion yeah. when this young man passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. Um, but with Abe, yeah, I had a lot. Of, I have a lot of opinions sure. about who this guy was. Oh, so shit. I could chime in. Right. So right. it's just like, yeah, like just pick and choose you know what i'm saying like you're not an expert in everything dog no, man. i'm not an expert no. in anything you know no. what I mean? yeah no just just you know find your your stone bed and like you know make some sweet content 100 percent. yeah more, that's your thing the more you learn the more you know that yo you don't know shit yeah exactly see once again you know jakey with all the the queen's knowledge you're dropping <laughs> dropping on us all the time yeah, um maybe. i have no opinion on this i mean not because just because i don't know so that's how I feel. I haven't read enough I for, of anything an to mm. like really have anything important. It's interesting because, you know, I think in Japan he was a beloved leader by many, mm -hmm. uh, but in the marketing term for that region is APAC. So I'm just gonna say APAC just to sum it up. Yeah. yeah. Or East Asia, like. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people. A lot of a lot of people in nations that were at one point, you know forcefully attacked yeah, by say, japan colonized yeah, <laughs> they weren't they weren't really too fond of this guy yeah. you know what I mean? but because he said stuff that you know ruffled the feathers of a lot of koreans like he yeah. kind of yeah. denied the whole thing with the comfort women situation mm, which shit. is a hot topic in yeah, south korea sure. yeah and uh the shrine which all yeah. you know japanese yeah, prime ministers yeah, yeah they it basically is a symbolic shrine that yeah commemorates the passing of all the imperial soldiers that were participating in the war mm. right so for the people that were affected by the war yeah they're like yo like yeah. you're acknowledging right. the fact you're acknowledging that what y'all did was okay right you know but within the japanese context it's just like yo this is just part of our tradition yeah, right? yeah, yeah so yeah. it just kind of get becomes a topic of like yo who's wrong and who's right Oof. you know what i mean Oof. yeah so yeah that's a that's for another instagram account yeah but rest yeah. in peace but rest in peace to this gentleman you know what i mean he passed away <laughs> jake yeah. once again that was you the know. most threatening nice thing i've ever heard anyone hey, say man, you know what i'm saying know. rest in peace okay you know it's yeah. you know, pour one out for this guy oh my know. god <laughs> uh all right well um we're going to go and uh, check out some voicemails and uh we you know we we got a voicemail box we'd love to uh hear your voice we love getting voicemails from our fans um and we love to hear what kind of asian you were this week but you could do anything you could talk about you know you want if you have a question for us if you want to ask about if something's asian or not asian uh the number is 646-809-7231 that's 646-809-7231 and we love hearing from you so um don't be shy um here's one that we've got going on and uh this is one that's not too long so hang on this is Caleb here. I uh, just wanted to say uh, this week I was a yes man Asian. Um, and well, I guess for those who don't know, the yes man's a movie uh, where the main character has to say yes to every single prompt or every single question or request that is asked of him. Um, and in more than a couple of instances this week, it's like just. Um, uh, first easy example is that uh, my friend had like issues with his dog and they were supposed to be out of town 
and within like a two hour notice, I, he, he called me and was like, Hey, we need somebody to watch our dog. And I said, yes, uh, canceled all some other plans that I had. Uh, another instance is I casually mentioned to my new doctor that I was trying to lose weight and he recommended this, uh, prescription and without even second guessing or looking it into it myself, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, 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 I'll try this new prescription that I've never heard of. Sure. Um, so my question that I want to pose is, is it Asian to be a yes person just to like casually and politely say yes to every request or prompt that you're given? Uh, thanks. Really love the show. Oh, interesting. Yes. A question. A question. Yes, man. Asian. I think this is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so this person, uh, is saying yes to a bunch of things, you know, someone, you know, the doctor recommending some something here or friends asking for this and saying yes um i th i have some thoughts on it i want to know you know to, to jenny what do you think or, I, yeah yeah well, okay i can I, I can start um i think i am a yes man mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> like a people pleaser yeah and so i do think there is something something about that is maybe asian mm -hmm. you know like my parents were definitely the ones who molded me into being kind of people pleasery or yeah. saying being like you got to do the things you're told to do because that's who, what you're supposed to do like you're uh especially when i was younger it's like you're young and you don't know anything that's why you like listen you have to follow directions so i do think yeah. there's a part of it that is asian also maybe about fitting in yeah and being accepted and succeeding yeah so yeah i would say yeah part of it's i think asian and i had to like go to therapy to figure out how to not be people pleasery so have you gotten better at being a no person yeah like oh. i i didn't i think for a long time i thought that if i said no i would be disliked mm. or i wouldn't be welcomed yeah and i didn't realize that you don't if you have if you have boundaries and you're not allowed in that space it's probably a space you don't want to be in yeah but it took literally therapy for me to get to that point yeah. to understand that yeah so i used to like burn myself out because i thought i have to say yes to everything yeah um and help everyone and then like not worry about my needs like my needs come second to whatever other serving thing. whoever else's mm -hmm. needs and it took therapy for me like oh no i need to be um comfortable in understanding what i need and say these are my boundaries i can't always be helping people mm -hmm. and um if that community or the person that you're with doesn't accept your boundaries then you don't want to be there like yeah. the, the the agency of not having to do everything yeah. was like something i had to learn and that was like very recent that i learned yeah that. Yeah. yeah like Last week, probably. Yeah, like like right now. <laughs> Just now. You're literally right, right now. Right now. As now. I was yeah, talking, yeah. I was like, whoa. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she gets up and leaves and quits yeah. the podcast. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about you, Jakey? What do you think? You don't seem like a yes man to me. Yeah. I'm trying to like, I think the the part that you mentioned about uh, parents, mm -hmm. um, I think it also depends on the... Um, Depends on, depending on the Asian culture you're from, you know, because yeah. when you're saying totally. Asian, it's yeah. encompasses a lot of sure. different cultures and yeah. countries, and right? Race uh, people. Mm -hmm. um, I think in Japan and Korea, South Korea, I don't know what's happening on to our cousins up north. Sure, sure. Um, I think it is also kind of like this whole cultural expectation that the nail that sticks out get punched in yeah. yeah you know what i mean so you're not supposed to be different right or it's not encouraged that you to be different mm -hmm. that you fall in line and um you know we we uh, because we come because our parents uh, specifically come from that cultural background 
I think it is also kind of instilled in them to put that on us mm -hmm. that you do have to fall in line where you do have to fall in order and it just kind of molds us or influences us to be more of a yes man right but you know all of our personality is different mm -hmm. like you know I, I personally that's not my personality so yeah. I think maybe I, that's why I always kind of stuck out mm. yeah you know I was the nail that did stick out mm -hmm. yeah you know and yeah. so yeah uh, I don't think it's necessarily a there is a bigger cultural factor that enforces that yeah but at the end of the day it is each individual's personality yeah I feel, yeah I think so fair. i think it's like a combination of both it's not just right. one or the other yeah you know yeah. it's not mutually exclusive yeah mm -hmm. i think that i think that's i think that's fair i think uh for me i'm um I, I, I don't know if I'm always a yes man, but I always, I'm always like a, uh, well, for a while when I moved to New York, I actually made a rule of saying yes to everything because I felt that was the way to get more opportunity. Mm -hmm. So anytime anyone did any, like asked me to do anything, I'm, I'm like, when the wave comes in, you got to roll the boat. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, there you go. Why do you always say stuff like that, JK? <laughs> got the fortune cookie line. Why do you always have to say, you you know to say shit like that to me? You just like, you're like, you're, you're just like, you're like, you're like, you're, you're you're like a fortune cookie if a fortune cookie smoked a ton of weed first. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like roll the boat. I'm what the fuck, Jakey. Yes, I think I think they were, I think that's exactly right though. Uh, uh, and, and and only recently have I been like I gotta like protect my time. I yeah. I, can, I, got, I got time for this shit. If you want to do this, you know whatever. You know I. I uh, I wish I could say yes to more things, but there's only so much time you got. Exactly. Yeah. You got to turn it into money. You got a seed, man. You, you got, got a what? You got a you got a baby. Oh yes, yeah, I got yeah, seed. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, you see, gotta, I've never heard anyone call a baby. Yeah. Seed. So there you, go. you gotta let them grow like a plant. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, JK, stop it. Stop I literally it. thought you were saying seed funding, and I was like, for what? Well, he probably well, is talking it is about a seed that. funding because that seed is eventually gonna give him some ROI. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whatever that investment is. Exactly. You know? oh my God. Maybe baby content. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Baby content. Um, okay, well, uh, that was our voicemail again. If you want to get up uh, on that, we love hearing from you. And uh, that number is 646-809-7231. 646-809-7231. And um, yeah, let, let, us, let us know what kind of Asian you were. Or let, us, let us know if you got a question. And we'll try to uh, get into it. Uh, and then uh, we're just going to play our last game here. It's the Asian Not Asian game, where we're just going to talk about a couple things. Some, some nebulous uh platonic ideals that have floated up during the podcast and we're going to talk about if they're asian or not asian and i'm i with the with the the human fortune cookie jakey joe <laughs> and uh the first one here is this asian or not asian content mm. is content asian or not asian content yes yeah. <laughs> wow this Yo, is it like to be or not to be? Yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. like wow. It makes you think. Yeah. Some Carl Young shit. What's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, dude. Is content, content Asian? Content or is Asia Asian or not Asian? I think content does have, um, has a lot of Asian tendencies. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think especially um, East, I think it has a, a Korean tendencies, if anything. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, you know because yo content it, it the some of the best content kind of comes from situations that you are pushed into the corner oh okay you know uh -huh. what i mean because like it's or some of the best content comes from uh uh sporadic moments mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
Whereas, um, so I know I know this is kind of going deep. Yeah, no, we wanted that. Yeah. yeah. When I spent some time in Japan, um, it has what 120 million people. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah, but so I said it's, yes. It's, 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 so, so they say <laughs> yes, that. So they say that the threshold for a population to be self-sufficient is 100 mil. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And China has obviously like 1.6 yeah. bill. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of motherfuckers out there. <laughs> um, so what happens in a population like that is that they don't need outside resources for them to be self-sufficient. I see. So yeah. what ends up happening to the people is that they become very confident. They don't need to, you know, be a people pleaser yeah. to other people. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Like, so for instance like you land in the chinese airport in beijing they don't speak english to you yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they yeah. look right. at you like yo why don't you speak chinese yeah, dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you know what i'm saying in japan they don't speak english either yeah. but they'll yeah. be they'll be a little more polite they're than the little, chinese yeah, cats you know what i'm saying like yeah. they'll just be a little bit more like uh like ah uh, you know what yeah, 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 yeah. whereas the chinese folks would just be like you know what i mean they'll just yeah. hit you with that you know what i mean yeah if you land in korea though you look a little befuddled they'll hit you with the Oh, and they'll be like, nah, nah, nah. They'll be like, oh, you should join It's like, nah, nah, nah. It's like, do you speak English? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whoa. Like, they're like, they please, they, they need to figure it out I because, see. yo, it's a small market, smaller population. We need those external external resources to come in. Oh, we shit. We need y'all to spend the money. Yo. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, as a result, that's why Korea was like, yo, K-pop, we got to put that shit yeah. for free on YouTube. Yo. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, whereas Japan was like, nah, yo, we got the Oricon chart. Yeah. We don't need to put this shit on YouTube. Yeah. If anything, Japan just started putting their music on iCloud. I mean, um, um Apple. Like, oh, Spotify. Yeah. It, was, it was like way later it than the so other, yeah. um, like, Korean market. Sure. And in China... They don't care. Like, yeah, they yo, really we don't. got all the market yeah. in this yeah, country, in market. our own right. country. Yeah. So we don't need anything. Like, we don't need American recognition. Whereas Koreans are like, yo, yeah. BTS is huge, but yo, are they Grammy huge? Yeah. yeah. Yo, Parasite is big, but are, are they Oscar big? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They need to get that external confirmation. So that's why in Korea, there's a whole concept of soft power because, yo, the country is a small country. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't have enough resources. Mm-hmm. You don't have natural resources. So what you have is brains. Mm. That's our resources. That's yeah. why, yo, we got to pump out this content. Yo, mm. damn. Wow, that That's was a the, journey. That was the most... I circled that shit back, though, master's right? Master's dissertation yes, answer. Seriously. I connected the dots. You just, yeah, I mean, you're like a conspiracy okay, theorist. Okay, so well, yeah, like, literally, I was mathematics like... all connected. <laughs> bum, it's bum. just like, oh, boom, boom, you know? You're seeing the patterns in the air, yeah. you know? You're like, you're just like, oh, well, you, you can see here from the number of squirrels that are migrating out of Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, uh, the content, of, you know? With all that said, though, yeah, that's why I feel like content wow. could be Asian. Yo, that was, that that was, was incredible. Really Specifically South Koreans. Uh, because literally, if you heard what my brain was thinking, <laughs> if you had to ask me, I would have been like it's not asian because you show too much of your personal life yeah 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 and that's not too asian wow. yeah too loud and that's literally what I'm, yeah too loud i like my first thought is like see that's like why you step. guys are comedians because <laughs> we're so dumb no it's because we you guys put together the fucking no dots. because because you guys are natural orders who could convey a thought in a very concise form whereas uh, me i had one. to fucking write a dissertation <laughs> to get to a point you know what i'm saying well you know i mean we're very good at putting together a very concise thought especially when it is incorrect yeah that is the that's the key <laughs> no i i have so much asp- uh, a- adulation for comedians wow. or wow. anybody who has the courage to go on stage to try to 
entertain an audience just by talking shit. Mm. I have a lot of um, I think you, I think comedians are some of the smartest and um, they should be celebrated more. JK, thank you so much. I was going to do another one, but I don't have, uh, we don't have enough time. Yeah, we don't have to do another Sorry 20 I, um, minutes. that I was like 10 minutes No, late. that was great. Yeah. No, 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 that's uh, not it. Apologies. That was not it. That's great. Everything's great. So uh, thank you so much. Where can our fans find you and your work? Um, Like I said, I'm an open book. My government is JK Cho, J-A-E-K-I-C-H-O. Yo, if you work for the Internal Revenue Services, if you work for the government, <laughs> don't look me up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, my name is JK Cho. It's the same thing on TikTok and Instagram, which is where I'm the most active. If you send me a DM, as long as it's not something that I feel like it's inappropriate, I try to reply back to everything. That's you know great. what I mean? So hit me up. Go. Holla so at kind. me. Let's have a conversation. You know, that doesn't lead to misunderstandings. Oh, shit. And yes. No phone. No, hopefully not a phone call. No phone calls. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 no meeting them outside. Uh, great. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. You can find me at Jenny Arimoto. You can always find the podcast uh, at AsianNotAsianPod. Um, please, again, check us out on Instagram, on um, uh, fucking other things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on, on Patreon, all sorts of stuff. And uh, don't forget, we've got a stand-up show at uh, the second Friday of every month. The next one is August 12th, and that'll be me and Fumi, and we're going to be doing our half hours, and we'll be talking shit and being artists and being very wrong, but <laughs> it'll be fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Please come through. Uh, once again, thank you so much, Jakey, for yes. coming through, man. Yo, thank you so much, Mike. Th pleasure to meet pleasure you, Jenny. Pleasure to meet you. Boom. Um, That's appreciate it. you guys. Bong, That's bong. It. And yeah. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Yes. Okay, what is the thing you do? What is the thing you do? Oh, I put the two fists together. Yeah, where did you get that from? I just made it up. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's like in and yang, you know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. balance. It's about harmony. Yo. It's about coming together. Okay, that's but it's, what it's also all about. the fist because we did it during the pandemic era. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I like so, that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll see you next time, guys. No Bye. doubt. Bye.